Bitter Pill are committed to producing new writing until theatres in the UK reopen. Through the Painkiller Project, we're open for submissions once a month and are producing two plays from each submission window. If you enjoy the play you're about to hear and you'd like to support the continuation of the project, please consider pledging to our Patreon to make a donation that will be repeated each time a new play is released. Alternatively, you can make a one-off donation through paypal.me. Any donation made would mean the world to us. For more information, follow the links in the description of this podcast. And now the Painkiller Project presents... Breach. Deep in the heart of the Devon countryside, Billy and her boyfriend are trying to enjoy a romantic getaway when they are interrupted by a strange encounter. As her boyfriend searches for help, Billy decides to take the problem into her own hands. Breach asks what it really means to do the right thing and the danger of intervening in something you know nothing about. Enjoy. We're holidaying on a farm in Devon. No one around for miles. Cold breeze for summer. Standing on top of a hill, panting and panting. Never walked so far in my life. My cheeks must be pink and I wonder if I look like a gnome. Do I look like a gnome? Yeah, you say, not looking at me. Is it my pink cheeks or my large red pointed hat? Both. And the fishing rod, you say. I wonder what you're looking at. Kick some moss up because I'm bored and I wish I was watching something on my laptop in bed. The wind is strong and you take my hand and hold it inside your pocket. The wind makes sounds so strange up here, like a low moan. But then the wind stops and the moaning continues. There, you say, and you take off running and I'm lurched forward because my hand is stuck in your pocket and I fall. Where are you going? Where are you... I want to cry because I feel sad that I fell over because it's sad to fall over as an adult and now my hands are muddy. But the moss has been pretty nice to fall on as falling goes. I stand up and rub my muddy hands on my coat and start after you. I hate running. Why am I running? Makes me feel like an idiot because my boobs bounce and I have to hold them in my hands. But I have no choice. So there I am, running downhill and I'm holding my breasts in my hands. As I get close, I see you're kneeling in front of something. Something making these small strangling noises. I walk the last bit and I ball up my fists because I know we're going to have to deal with something now and I don't want to. I don't like crises or crises. I like sitting inside and making jokes and being composed and not being scared or unsure. I get to where you're kneeling. Sheep, you say. But I can see it's a sheep because there's a sheep lying sideways on the ground. I think it's having trouble, you say. But I can see it's having trouble because a small lamb's foot in what looks like a plastic bag is poking out one end of the sheep. I think it's poking the wrong way, you say. Breach, you mean? What do we do? The sheep's eye is rolling around. I'll ring a vet, you say. And we wait, because your fingers are cold and cannot undo your jacket to get to your phone, which is in the hoodie you're wearing underneath, or you thought it was, but it's actually in the back pocket of your jeans. And when you try to unlock your phone, you put in the code wrong, but then you put it in right. There's no fucking signal, fuck! 
I wonder why you're so angry. Go and find some then, I say. And you stare at me for a second, your eyes on fire. Then the sheet moans, and then you take off running, and I think of Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, arms going... And I feel relieved that it is just me and the sheep. And I reach out and stroke its sheep face and briefly think how nice my nails look painted that colour. How clever I was to get them done for this weekend away. And then I take my hand away because I remember someone once telling me they were bitten by a sheep and I've just had a manicure. And then the sheep bucks and seems to tense. And there's the sound of liquid slapping on the grass. It's okay, mate. It's okay. And I realise my foot is wet. And I look down and see... I'm standing in a pool of liquid. Not quite blood, more of a kind of bloody mucus, you know? Then the sheep bucks and does what only can be a sheep scream. I'm sorry, I say, even though I haven't done anything wrong. And I take off my coat and roll up my sleeve and walk around the sheep and stare at its sheep vagina, which looks disgusting, but I'm not judging. I'm really not, even though the sheep seems to also be shitting itself. I sort of siphon off some of the liquid which is running out of the sheep and rub it up my arms to my elbows and then I rub a stripe on each cheek. Then I feel that's just lame and I got carried away, so I try to rub it off by rubbing my cheek against my shoulder. I stand there like that looking at the sheep vagina pulsing. And with complete calmness, I reach one finger into the sheep vagina, which is pleasantly hot and feels similar to fingering myself, but a bit baggier, not to show off. But one finger doesn't seem enough. So I squash my hand and push into the sheep who farts, but I don't judge. And I feel bad because I'm fisting a sheep I don't even know in the middle of a field in Devon. But I feel around the backwards lamb for the other leg, because where there's one leg it seems safe to assume there's probably another. And I look down and my forearm has disappeared into the sheep. Fuck, I haven't taken my ring off. You're right, doesn't matter. It's just cheap shit anyway. Okay. Okay. I'm going to turn the leg. My hands have never felt so big. Stupid big human hands. Oh, don't let me break the little lamb ankle. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm... I feel around the lamb for the other leg and find it tucked in at a strange angle and I rotate it round so it's facing the exit route, hoping that I'm turning it the right way and I'm not going to break anything and holy shit! There's now two little legs sticking out. I grab those two tiny legs. I make a wish. I briefly think about bargaining with God, but there's no time. So I just count to three in my head and pull as hard as I can. Three, two, one, pull! The sheep farts and screams and I scream and the breeze screams and the other sheep stare on with absolute indifference. And I worry that I'm going to snap these two tiny shitty sheep legs with my big human hands until... The lamb slips out onto the grass. Still. I look around, but there's no one.
I remember from somewhere that you're meant to rub it, the lamb, because it's in like a plastic bag. So I get my coat and rub this lamb and I put my mouth over its shitty nostrils and suck out the mucus and spit it to my side. And then I hold the lamb upside down and give it a little shake and then I put it near its mother. Where it lies completely still. I wait. And wait. And wait. I stare at its still, damp and bloody little body. I stare and feel the world ending. I fall to my knees. I worry that you'll think I have killed the lamb. That is what I worry about most. It's what I also worry about when I hold babies. I worry that I will drop them and kill them and have to live with a lifetime of guilt. But then, the lamb raises its head and flicks its tail and the mother licks it and the world doesn't end, but instead keeps going on and we all sit panting a few minutes. And I'm so happy, because I've done a good thing, a brave thing, I think to myself. And then you reappear and your eyes widen as you take it all in, as you try to catch your breath. What? What? You can't stop saying what? 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 We did it! I shout, look how disgusting my hands are. That's shit, and that's blood, and that's just like membrane of something. And I see that my ring is missing. What? And I feel such a love for you and your shocked face. It's like a spear going through me. You're so sweaty, you say. I know. It was hard work. It's like this natural connection we had, the sheep and I, like all the women together. The mother is dead, you say. No, she's not. But I look round and see that you're right. The mother is dead. The lamb nuzzled into her dead stomach. For several moments, we do not speak. What will happen to the lamb? I say, and my voice sounds far away, like it's not mine at all. It will have to be hand-reared, I guess, you say. Why didn't you wait for the vet? The breeze is cold. Billy. What? Are you okay? strong actually I feel strong I ball up my shitty nails into fists and feel oddly strong I feel strong I feel strong 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 
strong, 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 strong. I feel strong, I feel strong, I feel strong, I feel strong. And I feel angry that I can't get that ring back. Breach was written by Georgia Green and performed by Jessica Clark. It was directed by Emma Jude Harris with sound design by Lex Kozanski. This production is supported using public funding by the National Lottery through Arts Council England.